What is going on, everyone? My name is Justin, but you can call me J Swag, and welcome to episode three of Sports Talk with Swag. So this is the first episode that I'm going to be recording in my new apartment uh, since moving in here about uh, two months ago, actually. And we got a bit of a funky setup right now because there is zero carpeting in my apartment. So I'm currently sitting in my bedroom with a duvet on top of me. Uh, and my wife is sitting directly across from me on a chair holding it up so it doesn't brush against the mic. So if you hear another person breathing or moving or doing anything, that would be her. So uh, this is really this is really funky and weird, but we're going to roll with it. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, this entire episode is going to be purely about the NBA, um, mostly about the playoffs, just because that's what time of the year it is and playoffs have started. So... We're going to talk about it because I have some thoughts. Um, so the first thing is um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how in the first round of playoffs, uh, the Cavs swept the Pacers, which I, I wasn't shocked about, but I was definitely surprised because I thought the Pacers would put up a little bit more of a fight. Um, it seems like the Cavs got lucky in um, at least one, if not two, of the games with some lucky calls in, in crunch time uh, that helped them out. I wouldn't say that they necessarily won the Cavs the games, but definitely helped them out regardless. But I, I think a lot of people were expecting more fight out of the Pacers, and I know I was. Um, granted, they were a pretty up-and-down team throughout the season, which is why they only ended up with the seventh seed, but... Um, I mean, Paul George played really well the entire series, which uh, everyone was expecting. Um, but it's just a little interesting, though, because they get swept, and then immediately afterwards, Larry Bird steps down from being the general manager of the team. And um, Paul George has one year left in his contract, and I think he's on his way out. Uh, so it seems like the Pacers are kind of self-imploding here a little bit. Um I mean, they, they seem to be making some good moves. They got Lance Stevenson back at the end of the season, uh, which is a bold and interesting move because, you know, he's a very controversial player. So I think he's, he brought a new spark and energy back to the team that they were needing, uh, which helped them make one last push at the end of the regular season. Um, but he kind of stirred up a bunch of controversy again in the playoffs and, uh, you know, some of his teammates seemed to like it. Some of them didn't. So it it, it was just an interesting move by the Pacers that I, I think didn't entirely pan out how they wanted it to. But regardless, I want to talk a little bit about Paul George because, like I was saying, he is entering into the last year of his contract. He has uh, a player option at the end of next season. Um, and I think he has every intention of exercising that. I mean, he's all but said that he's going to leave. I mean, um, pretty much any time it comes up, he talks about how frustrated he is with their front office and with his teammates and the lack of their energy and passion for the game and wanting to win. Um, and the front office not really making too many moves to, to put pieces around Paul George to keep him there. Um, He's actually expressed a lot of interest in playing for the Lakers, uh, which would be a very interesting move. Um, and actually, one of the first things that Magic Johnson said when he was put into power was that he, you know, he wanted Paul George and he was going to do everything he could to get him to come over to the Lakers. So 
I wouldn't be surprised if there's a friendship that's already started there and a relationship that Magic Johnson has created. And um, I personally think that after next season, we will see Paul George on the Lakers. Um, If not possibly even earlier, don't be surprised if the Pacers just try to trade him and dump his contract on someone else. Um, But I I think Paul George will be sending a max contract uh, with a different team regardless after next season. But I believe it's going to be the Lakers. but yeah, so that's that's. I think Paul George is on his way out, but I'm interested to see what you guys are thinking. Uh, do you think he's going to stay? Do you think they're going to try to surround him with some more pieces to get him to re-sign with them? Um, will they try to trade him? Do you think he'll end up on the Lakers? Let me know what you think. Um, so up next is actually the only other topic that I have for this podcast. Um, so it's definitely going to be a shorter episode than than usual, but. Uh, I definitely want to talk about this, and it's the uh, pretty much the situation that the Clippers are in. Um, they're in, in a very uh, interesting situation because they just um, they just got bumped out of the playoffs in round one, and lost to the Jazz at home in Game Seven. It was pretty bad, actually. Um, pretty much got blown out from end to end. But. The interesting situation is that Chris Paul um, and Blake Griffin both have player options um, on their contracts for after next season. Um, Steve Ballmer and Doc Rivers have both made it very clear that they have every intention of keeping um, those guys on the team. Um, And it really seems like Steve Ballmer, uh, the Clippers owner, is very intent on pretty much keeping the exact same roster that he has now um which i think is a a bold and interesting move to make on his part um but i just wanted to talk about this because i was thinking about this for a while because obviously if you don't know uh chris paul is my favorite player so they're in the clippers are kind of my favorite team so i i follow them pretty pretty heavily um but i just think this is a very interesting situation for them because a lot of people think that this was the last game that all three of those guys, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan, played together on a team. Um, And I agree, uh, or at least I think that's how it should be. Um, So like I said, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin both um, have the option to enter into free agency after next season. Um, Chris Paul actually can go into... Uh, he has a player option now, so he can actually go into free agency for this summer. Um, but so he actually about a week and a half ago, he verbally agreed uh, to a, an extension with the Clippers with them that was uh, rumored for over two hundred million dollars. Um, which I think he will resign, and I think they're going to do everything they can to keep Chris Paul there, and I think he will resign with them for a max deal. Um, but I think he's going to enter into free agency just to then force the Clippers to then make moves to surround him with better players. I was actually reading an article the other day on ESPN uh, from someone who wasn't uh, part of those mass firings over at ESPN, but uh, he was saying how in, in in the entirety of Chris Paul's career, um, his his GMs, have failed him. Um, I mean, just saying how his teammates have failed him because they've just never really been able to step up to the plate 
and help him because he's never actually made it out of the second round of the playoffs in his career. But he was mainly talking about how his GMs have also failed him because they've failed to just even surround him with the right pieces to to make it, you know, past the second round of the playoffs, really even into the playoffs when you think about it. I mean, when he was on the Hornets, um, I believe they're saying, I think it was the 2008 season when they had 53 wins, which was the most wins that they had uh, when he was on the Hornets. And I think their their starting five was like Chris Paul, Emika Okafor, um, Mo Peterson, and I don't, literally can't even remember the the name. Is uh, James Posey? I think was on that team. It was it was a terrible team. It was all a bunch of draft busts and people from free agency that they just paid way too much money for. Um, and they shouldn't have even made the playoffs, but they won 53 games and they made it to the second round of the playoffs actually. And that was like the best team on the Hornets that he, that Chris Paul had. And now he's on the Clippers and yes, they have the big three with him, Blake Griffin and Deandre Jordan. And they have perennial six man of the year, Jamal Crawford, who has an extremely, one-sided game so he's not too much help um he has jj reddick who i think is good who they should try to re-sign he's a great sharpshooter and chris paul has made him a lot a lot better and revived his career but i mean outside of raymond felton they have no backup point guards um outside of wesley johnson and you know luke richard mba mute they have like no small forwards. I mean, Bamute is a great defender. I'll give him that, but I mean, he has literally no offensive skill whatsoever. So he's pretty one-sided as well. But my point is he's never had like good role players surrounding himself. And even though Blake Griffin is, you know, a great player, uh, he's pretty injury prone, um, which is also kind of screwed them over this year as well, but the past couple years. Um, so it was just interesting to read that because I, I agree. I do think that his GMs have failed him and I think they have one last chance to kind of prove themselves to him um, this summer in getting better players around him um, and to, you know, convince him to resign uh, with LA probably to finish out his career, I would imagine. But, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys what I think they should do um, because this is a podcast and it's all my opinions. So that's what I want to tell you. So um, I think that they should either try to trade Blake Griffin um, next year during the season and try to try to trade up really and get an upgrade um, from what he is. Or, um, you know, let him walk in free agency and sign, uh, you know, a big max contract player. But regardless, I think they need to do everything they can to re-sign Chris Paul, keep him there for the long haul and kind of, quote unquote, build around him um, and get rid of Blake Griffin uh, because he's going to eat away a lot of your money. And to be honest, I just at this point don't think he's worth that money. Um He's a great player. I, I love him as a player. I think he's a great person. Um, he's made great strides in, in his game with his offense. Um, you know, he's more than just a dunker now, and he's a great, you know, a better free throw shooter. But I just don't think that 
he's worth the money that um, they would have to pay him and that he's going to want. And I think he's way too injury prone and that's kind of screwed their seasons over pretty much every year that Chris Paul has been there. So the past four or five years. So I think they need to trade Blake and I think they need to go for a small forward. Um, They haven't had one at all. Like since, you know, Chris Paul has been there. Um, I think they need to go for someone like a Paul Pierce in his prime or coming up to his prime. I, I think they just need a scorer. Um, they don't really need someone, you know, like a LeBron James who, you know, can, who will run the game and, you know, call the shots. Cause I think Chris Paul is there to do just that, but he needs someone where if, you know, Blake Griffin is injured, that Chris Paul doesn't have to pick up a hundred percent of the slack and do all the scoring and all the work pretty much on the offense for the Clippers. So I think they need someone, you know, maybe, you know, like, uh, like, a, a Carmelo Anthony or a Kevin Durant or, um, or even like, a like a Dirk Nowitzki, but, you know, kind of more in a small forward position. Um, I, I think someone like that would really help their team out a lot. Chris Paul can make them a better player you know, he would be able to lessen his minutes a little bit so that he's more effective on his time, but he's also more well-rested. I think they keep DeAndre Jordan. He's a great, great defensive player. He's a good rebounder. Um, Keep keep him there. Um, And I think also just, you know, people then say, well, you have a huge hole at the power power forward position. But if you get a stretch three, you can make up for it there. But also I think they have a great power forward in, in Bryce Johnson, I think. They need to invest more in him. I, I don't think he played any meaningful minutes at all this season. I think that was a mistake. I think they should have tried to play him more than other just other than just Brandon Bass and Maurice Spates, who I think are both good. I think they need to keep at least one of them um, after this because I think they're both good players. They they're they're good uh, offensively. They're pretty good defensively. They can get rebounds. So I think you kind of take a little bit of a hit at the power four position build up Bryce Johnson into a, you know, a quality power forward, invest in a good small forward, um, and invest in Chris Paul. And I think, I think you just move on from there. And I think that's your answer. Um, but that's just my opinion. Um, I'm curious, what are your guys' opinions? What do you think? Um, what do you think the Clippers should do in this situation? Who should they hold on to? Should they try to just resign Chris Paul and Blake and just, you know, tried again um which you know definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over again and expecting different results but i don't know maybe steve Ballmer's insane maybe he's not maybe he's a crazy genius who knows um but yeah let me know what you think they should do what do you think they will do um yeah and any other feedback that you guys have on the podcast anything you want me to talk about anything i can do better um just let me know. Let me know that you're even listening. That's always nice to hear, just that people are listening to the podcast. So, uh, yeah, I do hope you enjoyed it. I hope you maybe learned something. Um, hope you, uh, you know, were just able to gain something from this podcast. But other than that, I want to thank you guys for tuning in once again, and uh, we'll see you next time.